Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 1,200 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt Mills.
Amen. Amen. How many of you enjoy the ministration by the olives? Hallelujah. It's time for testimony. Say amen. Bible says that testimonies make us wiser. And I believe that today, even as you hear people testifying of God's goodness, God is going to minister to you. Amen. I want us to welcome Daniel Lamofa to give us his testimony. Please put your hands together. Let's welcome Daniel Lamofa to give us his testimony. Oh, please encourage him even as he comes to the stage to testify of what God has done for him. My name is Daniel Amufa. I'm from First Love Kian USD and I'm a member of the RC band. My testimony is about um, a miracle that I received, I think around the Christmas season last year. I'm, I'm sure it was the Boxing Day service. And um, I used to be very sick whenever it's time for examination. I remember clearly after BEC, the last paper, when people, when we were done writing, people were jubilating in the bus. I was sitting quietly somewhere because I was sick. And then when I went to SHS2, the same thing. I always get sick when it's time for exams. So at a point, I, be, I remember the headmaster, who was a pastor then, and some other pastors, they came to the infirmary to pray for only me because my situation was very tough. <laughs> and then when I went to the university, the same thing. Always, I mean, I, got, I get sick when it's time for examination. But when I came for the Boxing Day service, and then Daddy gave us a communion, I took the communion, and as I said at that time, that's the only day that I felt that I've been healed after that communion service. So, I mean, I went to school, wrote examination, and for the first time, I didn't feel any sickness. And it's, it's, you, you, be, you, be, you may be amazed to know, but <laughs> someone even introduced, someone recommended some herbs. They call it bitter leaves for me at a point. And then I took, I took it, but it was like a relief. It wasn't healing. It didn't bring healing. It would just relieve me for some time. I was admitted in the hospital. I will be okay for some time, but the thing doesn't go. It, is still, it was still there until that communion service. And... The confirmation is that I wrote the exams and I didn't feel anything like a headache or any disease after the exam. So I want to thank God so much for healing. And then I want to thank Daddy too for the prayers and then for that communion service. I tell you what the Bitalis couldn't do, the sweet communion <laughs> did it. So I'm, I'm grateful to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody, some people have the same problems. We are going to better leave. So what the better lives cannot do, the Holy Communion can do it for you. Do you believe it? Shout amen. amen. We have another communion. Sorry. We, made, we have another testimony. Let's welcome Caesar Abebrese to give us his testimony. Hallelujah. My name is Caesar Abam from First Love Town Church, and I'm a still photographer. Um, two weeks ago, after a shepherd jam, I boarded a La Paz-bound 
churchyard at Swan Lake. And I left my wallet in the churchyard. Somebody's like, sanguine, don't go there, stop it. <laughs> and so I got to Spintex 18 Junction and remembered that I left my wallet in a random La Paz churchyard. And I was like, which one? How will I find it? Because it has my driver's license and many things. So I was very, very sad. And so I sent me to go to La Paz at 11 o'clock and just look around. The tax, the torture was red and it packed at total. You should just see if perchance God will have mercy or something. He didn't find it then. Sunday he went again. And so uh, as I was going to church, I was praying that God, the way said, if you believe it, when you pray, you receive it. So I prayed and I went to invite somebody to church. He didn't come, but I told the guy that, look, you don't come to church. God is going to do a miracle for me. I've lost my wallet, but by the end of the day, I'll find my wallet. You wait and see what God will do for me. When I said it, I was still sad, but I just believed it. So we came to church for wisdom impartation service, and I said, well, let me go to Swan Lake Junction. Maybe I bought something at the supermarket. Maybe the supermarket, I left it there. When I got to the supermarket, it was... And so I was, okay. So I, I stood there for a while and said, God, I beg you, please let this structure pass. I stood there for like 30 minutes. But when I was about to give up, then I saw a structure coming. <laughs> and then I remember that they made he had spiky hair, like seven up. And I said, ah, this is the structure. So I stopped him and I said, hey, what's that? Yesterday you left your wallet in the car. I said, yes, say yes, come for your wallet. I was like, wow. Look. I was like, hey. So I took a picture of my wallet and I WhatsApp it to the guy and said, Do you see what God has done? If you don't serve him, be there. So I want to say that look, when daddy says the prophecy you believe what will happen to you, believe words, believe what you read in the Bible, believe it because it happened for me and it can happen to you. If only you believe. Thank you, Daddy. God bless you. Amen. Are you excited about the testimonies? We have another testimony. Let's welcome Fred Metor to give us his testimony. Hallelujah. My name is Frederick Mekwa. Um, by the grace of God, I'm the chief elder for UCC. Amen. Uh, my testimony is short. Um, I want to thank God so much for the life of our father, Bishop Dagi Odmos. Amen. Wow. And I want to thank God for the wisdom he gave him to be our father. Um, on campus, um, we, our, um, all the denominations have their services in the hall, uh, lecture halls and other things. But there came a time when um, the, the authorities had to sack every denomination from their classrooms to um, a park, a um, congressional park. All the denominations were having services on the park. And it was very chaotic when you go to church on Sundays. Very, very chaotic. All the you will be waiting in a line to have the, 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 your, your own service. And one day I was in church, I think I visited a, a branch, one of our branches on campus, and I saw they were trying to have rehearsals on the park, and the way the place was, it was a mess. And when it rains, the service is over. And I was in church, and I believe the Holy Spirit prompted me that because you have a good father, you have a church. And on campus, we are the only church with a church building. Amen. Sometimes, sometimes, when I became the chief elder, I get so surprised 
when I, when I see the youth church, the campus church, we have a church building. And we can have uh, meetings at any time. We can close at any time. After service, we are there throughout the whole time. And I want to say thank you so much, Bishop. For I want, I want, to, I want to encourage everyone. Let's believe in the house that we are in. Let's believe in the wisdom of our father, Bishop Dagiel knows. And our lives will never be the same again. If you are the son of an elephant, you will be an elephant. If you are the son of a, a, of a giraffe, you will be a giraffe. Thank you so much. Amen. Amazing testimonies. Hallelujah. We have our final testimony coming all the way from Nigeria. People are testifying of God's goodness. Amen. So we have a testimony coming from Nigeria, and I like to read the testimony. It's a very powerful testimony. Amen. My wife and I decided to have a family vacation this year in the United States of America. We began the process of getting the visas, putting documents together, and asking questions from those who have attended the U.S. Embassy visa interview. From all we gathered, it was clear that it would only take the help of God to get us the visas. <laughs> On our visa interview date, tension was high, especially when we saw people and families being refused visas. When we looked at the sizes of their folders, with documents, we became more tense. Our turn came and we were directed to booth nine. The first question I was asked was, where are you going to? Because of the tension situation, I forgot the answer. But my wife quickly reminded me. I was then asked what I do for a living. I told him I publish, import, and sell Christian literature. He then asked my favorite author was, who my favorite author was. Without hesitation, I said, Bishop Dark Hayward Mills. I noticed he nodded his head. I then asked him if he knows Bishop Dark Hayward Mills. He said, yes, I know him. And that was the end of the interview. The five, oh, relax. The five of us, oh, allow, allow. The five of us were given two years visas each. I thank God for my connection to my father, Bishop Dagwood Mills. Ladies and gentlemen, such a powerful testimony. Amen. People are testifying from all over the world. So if you have people around Nigeria, Abuja, everywhere, tell them to send their testimonies. And I believe it's going to be a blessing to somebody. Amen. Let's welcome Ames. Let me tell you now all that's on my mind Out of my family, my many friends You picked me out You made me love you, Lord You made me love your word You made me love you, Lord 
me serve you when I was still so young. No thanks for choosing me. And you turned me inside out and you changed me. Give me brand new heart, only you. The only one who won my heart that way. And I wanna do all I can just to serve you. Surrender my life just for you. The only one who won my heart that way. Let me tell you now all that's on my mind. When think about the day you called for me and said you must preach for me you must sing for me thanks for choosing me thanks for calling me lord how can i say thanks oh 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 and you turn me Give me brand new heart, only you The only one who won my heart that way yeah. And I wanna do all I can just to serve you Surrender my life just for you The only one who won my heart today Let me tell you Shows me much, no. Yet you likes me, Lord. Yet you chose me, Lord. And so with my life, I will serve you now. That is how I will say thanks. Oh, 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 and you turn me inside out and you change me. Give me brand new heart, only you, the only one who won my heart that Way. Yeah. 
surrender my life just for you. The only one who wore my heart today. You want my heart today. You want my heart today. Only you. The only one who wore my heart today. You want my heart today. You want my heart today. Only you. The only one who wore my heart, my heart, my heart today. You want my heart today. You want my heart today. Only you. The only one who won my heart that way. You want my heart today. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you want to hear another ministration? Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Aram.
Hallelujah. How many of you are excited you are in church? Well, it's time for the word of God. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, every single week we have been blessed by our Father's words. And today another powerful word is coming to you. If you are excited, help me welcome Bishop Dagwood our hands father and we receive your wonderful wisdom thank you thank you on everyone here for glory for power for mercies we receive it in Jesus name receive wisdom you may be seated First Corinthians chapter two, verse seven. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The wisdom of God is in a mystery. So today I'm sharing with you the wisdom of God, which is in a mystery. You will not understand everything. Don't worry. It's in a mystery. You understand some. Some you will not understand. Okay? But the one that you understand is the one that is being revealed to you. Now it says, even the hidden wisdom. Even the what? Hidden wisdom. Which God ordained before the world amen Amen. unto our glory even the hidden wisdom which God ordained when you say somebody is ordained or it is ordained what does it mean is determined or chosen is ordained or it is ordained to happen isn't it you were ordained to marry me. It means you were chosen. I mean, like it's been like you are you are anointed to marry me. 
Do you understand? So, when you tell somebody that you, you are ordained to marry me, it means you is determined. You've been chosen for that. Do you understand? So it says, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom. Okay? It's hidden. People in the world cannot see that it is wisdom. This is hidden from the eyes of many people. They don't see it. They don't see it. Even in Ghana, I'll, I'll show you something. You can check or write it down to see if what I'm saying is true. The most organized places. Uh, you are showing the bishop. Look, direct him properly. You know him. Please, bishop, come forward with your wife. Come and get a place to sit. You better. Yeah, the space over there. You are a bishop's son, so go somewhere. Find another. Yeah. Why not? You are welcome. Now, um, what was I saying? Most organized places in Ghana are churches. Yeah. Most what? Organized. Is that not so? And some of the most disorganized places in the country, you know. <laughs> I don't have to say. Everywhere. everywhere. Huh? I hear somebody won, is it $60,000 or what? Canadian. He better that there will be flats in Ghana this year. And it's, it's won. He should have seen it. He should come and see us for more things to bet. You come and see us some more things to bet. Confusion. <laughs> but I didn't know there were such bets. Are they betting about the elections too? Some free money somewhere. We are going for election. We don't know what are the rules. When we throw in. Is it a goal? Or is a throw-in without a goal? If it's a corner kick, is it a goal? Are you adding all? Like you have 11 corner kicks, is it 11 nail? <laughs> Do you understand my question? I'm saying that if in the match we have 11 corner kicks, you have 11 corner I have 6 corner kicks. Does it mean that the scores are 11-6 or plus the goals you score plus the corner is 11, maybe you score 3. 11 plus 3, 14 your corner kicks plus the actual goals. Are those with biometric registration allowed to vote? 
or not, or they will be added. Huh? Is it a problem? Is it is it the case that if you don't have you are not biometrically registered, you can vote or not? Most of times. <laughs> hey! If there is overvoting, like maybe there are only 160, 100 and uh, or even there's 164 people registered. And when they finish voting, all the people voted. Total, 464. That means 300 ghosts voted. So are ghosts going to be allowed to? Are they bi- How do you biometrically register a ghost? You don't have the knowledge. You don't have the knowledge. Do you have the knowledge? Confusion is what? All the places that add people. If there's overvoting, will we cancel it or not cancel? Or it's just sanctioned. So it's free for anyone to be adding. When it's 64, just add four to it or zero or one behind or at the front or the but depending on which one is okay is it a problem is it a problem anyway so remember why are we giving these examples because it's in front of you And you'll be surprised that if you become the leader of that place, you will be the one, the king of confusion. It's called cock. King of confusion. Yes. Or Q, queen of confusion. Also cock. You will never be a king of confusion. Wherever you are the leader, that place will be organized. In Jesus' name. Now, the wisdom of God is beautiful and is ordained for our glory before this world began. This world has a beginning. You see, the world we are in we are in a small part of the world. Yes. Very small. And for our star, our sun, the sun is actually just a star. We have the eight planets we know. They were nine, they become eight. All arranged and going around the sun. Different colors. Different feelings. The first ones are made of rock. After Mars is gas. The whole planet is gas. This one is... This one, you can't stand on it. The... uh, 
Jupiter is gas. There's no uh, yes. Yeah, it's gas. These are the rock. Rock that is gas. When you look at Jupiter going around like this, there is a round eye. It's called the eye. It's as big as the F. It's going around like that. Storms. When you get to Saturn, that has the highest speed of wind. 3,000 kilometers per hour. Yeah. And where we are, nowhere has oxygen. Only here. And here is blue. When you look at us, from the sky is blue. The first time we saw the earth was 1958. God doesn't care that we don't know. <laughs> when they sent a rocket up and they put a camera on it, and when it got to the top, then it exploded and the cameras and everything fell down and they went and took the broken cameras. 1958, that is the first time they saw a picture of the earth. We don't know what we are. Small people without respect for God. Only here that you have animals, life. The temperature on the moon is, ranges from minus 280 degrees Celsius to 280 plus Celsius. That's the temperature on the moon. You want to go there? Just the moon, which is the nearest one. The moon is just three days' flight. Three days' flight, you'll be there. Yeah, in a rocket. Three days. Yeah. As soon as you step out, you are dead. Yes. Either frozen or bent. No air, nothing. But when you come here, there's air. There are animals. There are fish, birds, flying, life. Go to Mars, it's red. Go to Jupiter, it's brown. Go to Saturn, colors, rings around it. And the last one, blue. Just like us, Neptune. We are in it small. Before this world started, before this world started, there was some wisdom. And God had planned that he would give that wisdom to his children. And they will be very wise. And that wisdom was intended for your glory. Say glory. glory. Say glory. glory. You'll be glorious after this service. Amen. Amen. Anyone who follows this wisdom will be glorified above a normal person living on this earth. Because everyone who has had the wisdom of God has always been outstanding. Always. You can't have this wisdom applied and not be outstanding. You must be outstanding. If you want to be outstanding, listen well. And it's hidden because when you hear, you wouldn't think it can make you rich. Or it can make you prosper. When you hear it, you wouldn't think that it can make you prosper. Yes. I'll say it again. It's it's hidden. So when you see it, 
you, you don't recognize it. One day I met one of my pastors and he told me something. He said, Bishop, my wife is very deceptive. I said, what do you mean? He said, when you see her, you cannot have an idea the kind of good wife she is. She said, you see her, she looks ordinary. But what she does to me in the house is amazing. I don't think so far. So, I asked him, what does she do that makes you think that she's outstanding? And then, we were in a group. He told us just one secret. When I heard it, I said, I don't think so far as I've not thought as far as that. Yes. Yes. And since I was born up till today, I've never heard anybody doing the secrets that she was implementing. And so, and so, I realized that he was describing something that you see, but is hidden. He said, she's wild. She's great. But she looks ordinary. And he told me, somebody, somebody chose her for me. I had no beloved. And the brother said, this one is good. And I said, why not? Because whatever I've chosen for myself hasn't worked. Why don't I try something that somebody is choosing for me? <laughs> Yours will be glorious. Don't forget the wisdom of God is hidden. It's like you'll be looking at yourself, can this make me rich? Not borrowing money. If somebody asks me, what is to me one of the greatest financial principles and secrets that makes us wealthier than many companies and businesses in this country? And even have a budget bigger than many of the government departments in this country. It's only one thing, not borrowing. Yeah. Just don't borrow money. If you have, you use. If you don't have, don't use it. Debt and indebtedness is a social disease. It's an illness that has afflicted so many people who would have done better, including our own country, the whole nation. What to you when you are led by people whose only way of doing something is to borrow? Get a loan. It's one of the lowest forms of wisdom. You can't get lower than that, getting a loan. Yes, you can't go lower than that. 
Yes. It's one of the lowest great ways of thinking is to get a loan. Take it from you are looking at somebody who doesn't owe any and an organization that doesn't owe anybody. Yes. True. It's one of the it's hidden, but it's hidden. Even I said you will just look me on. Yes. You don't have it, you don't do it. You have it, you do it. You don't impress people. That's it. Don't try to. It's another yeah. key. Jesus said, I have, I, I have not the honor of man. It's one of the greatest secrets to be rich. I don't have the honor of man. I don't need to honor. I don't need your respect. I receive not honor from men. I receive not honor or admiration or respect from men. It's one of the greatest keys to becoming wealthy. People don't have to congratulate you for you to be happy. Hmm? It's hidden. You don't know. Owing money is a social disease, socioeconomic disease. Anyway, so I'm about to continue sharing with you wisdom from the Bible, which again, as usual, is hidden. So, only wisdom, and you may not see that is wisdom. Wisdom 30. The words of Agur, the son of Jacob, Jacob, with Proverbs chapter 30, even the prophecy. The man spake unto Ephiel, even unto Ephiel and Ukal. Surely I am more brutish than any man, and I have not the understanding of a man. Neither have I learned wisdom, nor have the knowledge of the holy. Hmm? Now, that is enough to chew on for some time. All right. Of course, you will be brutish is stupid. You will be stupid because you have not learned wisdom. I neither learned wisdom nor have the knowledge of the holy. He says, I am more brutish than any man. The word brutish is stupid and dull. Okay? So you will be stupid when there are two things you don't do which is, I have neither learned wisdom. You have to learn. Now, to learn is to add something to you that you don't have. To add something to your existing knowledge. That's why it's sad to teach a scorner. Because he laughs when a new thing comes. 
one of the commonest things that I have experienced as a pastor is people laughing at me whenever I come up with wisdom or an idea. They laugh. So I've, I've, I've learned not to, even on a construction site, I don't, I don't want visitors or people who I don't work with to walk around with me when I'm working. No, 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 no. Because you have mockers and scoffers who don't understand anything. So when you are doing things, they don't know. And a new idea is not, it's like the brain is too dense to receive an idea. Your brain is lighter in Jesus' name. Somebody in school, they say the person is dense. Dense. It's like a breast which is dense. Even x ray cannot pass through it. We have different types of breasts. There are breasts that are too dense. So the scan and the, it cannot penetrate it. Oh. And it, when your brain is dense, you are dense and down. That wisdom off your head receive a lighter brain today in Jesus name why are you brutish why are you stupid because you refuse to learn unless I have not learned wisdom I have not learned I am learning every day in fact my greatest joy is to find somebody who can teach me yeah one time I went to pray, you know, and I, when I was waiting on the Lord, I felt by the end of the time that I was praying that God has not minded me at all. And that he has not spoken to me. But I didn't realize that he was speaking to me. I was about to speak to me more. So on the last day, in my bitterness of discouragement of having spent about one week staying in one place praying and not hearing from God neither by dream or by Bible or reading or any way I put on the television and God introduced me to somebody who would teach me what I don't know to learn and I was watching, but I didn't know that that was what was happening. Because I didn't know, I was just watching, I said, oh, what is this, somebody's on. But I, as I kept coming back to look at it, I realized, wow. He was opening me up. He was opening me up. Yes. That is how some people feel when they discover my teachings. Yes. They feel that they have discovered a river. That's how I felt. So I understand people when they say, oh, they are really blessed. Because there is nothing compared. He said, I am more brutish. That I am more stupid because I haven't learned wisdom. Stupidity is definitely a good description for somebody who is not learning something new. Look at these singers. You know, 
when they first came around, I was my first sensing amongst them, especially those who were already quite good at singing, was whether I could determine brutishness, brutish, or denseness of the brains, density. <laughs> Why? Because you see, when somebody can sing a little, when somebody can sing a little, the person feels, I know it all. Yes. That's, that's how it is for people who feel they know. And the first thing you look for is brutishness, if it's a word. Or stupidity. Or density. The wisdom bounces us. Yes. Why? Because they know how to sing already. One song. None of the songs that you are singing today were you singing then. You did not even know. Not even one. But I was watching them, especially those who were good singers, to send to see whether that density, density, to not learn something new again, then you can be declared more brutish than everybody else, more, more stupid, to not learn something new that God is showing to you. What you know is a small amount of the things you ever, even what I'm telling you about this, the, the planets, you, you don't know it. You don't know what I'm telling you. Eh? You are in the world, you don't know what is happening. And you think things are revolving around you. Yes. Even at my age, I'm learning how to be a backyard astronomist. Yes. Huh? At my age, I'm learning how to be a backyard astronomer. A what? Yeah. <laughs> or a backyard astronomer, if I think that's a better word or the right word. Yeah, to see the star. I'm trying to spot them. When I spot, I'll show that's Venus. The brightest you see in the air is Venus. The brightest of the planets. With the naked eye. Yeah. Did you know that? In this way, said, I am, I am more pretty because I'm not learning anything new. <laughs> you must be the most stupid person here because you won't learn anything new. And I have, and, and, and nor have I got the knowledge of the holy. The knowledge of God. The one who made all these things. Yes. The stars. 
the moon. All the things we see. Somebody made it. And the knowledge of this God. Look, you can search through the whole physical world. If there's an angel standing here, you never, you do your hand like this. He'll be standing here smiling at you. Like. <laughs> and when he decides to move into the physical realm, you should see the angels in the Bible time. When they were trying to attack uh, Lot in his house, he came out and struck all of them with blindness. Is it Lot whose sons were, they were trying to rape? He offered his uh, daughters and all that. The angels came, they just came out and smiled them. So if an angel steps out of the, super, the, the spirit to the physical, there are so many things they, they can do, including making you sick. And making you blind. He made them blind. They were blind. But you can never search for God with a microscope or a telescope. You, there is no equipment yet. Locate God still. And there have always been viruses and bacteria, very small. Each time they find something that can find. And you see that it's been there all along, but you didn't know. Virus, very small. Bacteria, very small. You can't see. Yeah. Have you ever wondered why you do what they call stool, stool test? When they take just small and put it there and they look, they say, wow. <laughs> the things that are there. Gosh. Uh. Okay, let's carry on. Who has ascended up into heaven or descended? Who has gathered the wind in his fists? Who has bound the waters in a garment? And who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name? If thou canst tell. Yes. The knowledge of the holy. Without the knowledge of the holy and knowledge of God, you will be stupid. And you are stupid. Verse 5. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. When you trust God, he is a shield to your life. Receive divine coverings and protections in Jesus' name. Verse 6. Add thou not to his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Amen. Amen. This is one of the commonest practices of especially Christians. Is adding things to the word of God. Like God says to be pure, but he didn't say don't wear trousers. Or that ladies shouldn't wear trousers. So we have our rules, which proves us to be liars. Because in the end, the ladies are wearing trousers. And we are still serving God. When we went to Nigeria especially, our ladies all had to wear skirts. And some of them were climbing 
the uh, towers because of the they were filming because many of the filming people are ladies brothers will not do ladies the ladies will do not be jealous of a lady when she's doing what you wouldn't do she's taking your glory so they had to wear their they wore their trousers and they wore their skirts on top of it and still continued climbing But you see, it's not in the Bible. Don't wear trousers. Or don't wear what is for a lady. Because like the, a long shirt is like a dress. It's like we are also wearing dresses. All those little rules. You know, every time we add a little thing, that's I not watch a film. That's I not do this. That's I not do that. It becomes so many things. You know, so many things. Are you with me? So don't add to his words, lest thou be found a liar. Verse 7. Two things have I required of thee. Deny me not before I die. Number one. Remove from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me, lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. (laughs) Are you there? But the first point is what is very interesting to me. Remove from me vanity and lies. Useless things and things that are not true and not real. Take it away. So let us now decide not to be impressed with useless things. Remove from me vanity and lies. I don't want a sister who is not true. What you see is not true. And then number two, it's not true, it's a lie. And then vanity, person is useless. Remove from me what? Vanity and lies. As you are smiling at me, it's not true. You are not really nice. You have made yourself look nice. But you are not nice. Remove it from me. Useless things. I don't want it. And as soon as you are useless and lies, Lord, remove such a person 
from my life and my presence. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Take away from my life a presentation of prosperity which in reality you are not prosperous. What is this? Looks powerful. Looks great. But there is nothing. When it's time to give something, you have nothing to give. But you are such a show off of money, but there's nothing to you. Are you not tired of vanity? You see, vanity. Politicians talking as though they love the nation. Say no. no. You, can't, you just switch off the change the channel. That's why I like James Bond. Because when you see James Bond, look, as he has done a lot of things, oh. Jump out of a plane. Yeah. Huh? To another place. And he's falling yeah. to the earth. And then he goes and falls into somebody's parachute who is in the air. Yeah. And he's held by that parachute. And then he goes to fight with the man in the air. Yeah. And they're all falling to the ground. And then from the air, he's able to catch a plane. Yeah. Even those on earth are not able to check in because they don't have visas. But he is able to check into a plane from the air. That's why I like him because I know that he's acting. But at the end, they will write, uh, James Bond is Roger Moore. This one is this person. This one is all the stuntmen. You know that all are not true. So they're just entertaining us. You get what I'm saying? But the people on television who come on the news, they're also lying and deceiving. But at the end, they don't say, actor number one is this person, deceiver number two, stuntman number three. They don't write their names like that. Oh. Remove from me vanity and lies. One young man, he married a beautiful lady. When it was time for dinner, his wife said, look, I don't know whether either she said or she, I don't know how to cook anything. I cannot make anything. Look, none of my stories are, this thing, they are not making it happen. Nothing at all. The husband has to go and buy food from the market, cook food and bring to the house, come and put it and organize it that we all because there is nothing to you. Nothing. Nothing at all. Oh. 
brother thought he was getting something good. Not knowing that even to enter the kitchen and get to the job, there is nothing. Remove all these vanities and lies from me. That's why sometimes there are people, when their wife died, they don't marry again. They say, no. All these are vanities and lies. They'll be taking pictures. Remove from me vanities and lies. Person sitting next to you. Challenge is it because of you that preaching is coming in this way? One day, a politician, one of these people came to see me. And I sat down and said, yeah, you are welcome. <laughs> and I thought, I think he thought I was going to speak in a traditional way. We have seen the good work that you are doing. We are calling on the Lord himself. The Lord is cast, but God decides. May the Lord himself help you. He will do it. God will, God will do it. <laughs> God will do it. He will do it for you. The first thing I ask him is that, where have you come? And I told him, I said, if you are in power, you will not come here. You are here because you have been humbled. If you are in power, you will not come here. When you have power, you will not, you will not even see that. You will not even have the eyes to see or to hear. Yes. I say, I know you, you have been, you, you come, you go, you come, you go. When you are there, you are so, you watch, if these people are out, you see, how, you see them in town, driving Peugeot. <laughs> you will be shocked. Yes. He was surprised. I said, but what are you doing here? It's all vanity. It's all vanity. It's all pretending. It's not real. It's not real. You see this person, you say nice words, you see this one, you say nice things, you see this one, you say everybody. How can you be a friend of everybody? 
must be lying in one of the sections. Remove from me all vanity and lies. Next time any either sister or brother comes to knock person open the door, just remember this verse. Mm. Who <laughs> ah, is this person? I remove from me all vanity and lies and deception from my life. Let us have real things. Now you see somebody you ask the person question, say it's personal. What is personal? Come on, clear from there with your deceptions and your whatever. Secretive people who sit down quietly as serpents, not speaking a word, as if they can't speak. One day I saw a certain pastor's wife, and I said, She greeted me, I also greeted her. Hello? I said, Hello. I saw another one, said, Hello? Hello. Later, somebody was asking her, these days I don't see you chatting with some of these other people. I said, me? You don't see me chatting with them. (laughs) Do you see them chatting with me? When they see me, they become quite as though they are made of salt. They are pillars of salt. These are people who can stand in one room from early morning till evening on the phone. Talking, talking, as if they are speaking Arabic. Continuous speaking. When they see you, they become. (laughs) Hello. I say in my head, remove from me all this vanity and lies, deception. You don't have a word, I have no word for you either. Is these days I don't talk to you. Do you talk? Let us clear from our life things that are not real. You people, those of you are entering relationships, you've seen somebody beautiful. You just say, Oh, she's beautiful. Ole. I said, Ole. In God, it means you don't know. Ole. Ole. Please, today I'm not preaching for long. Let's carry on. Now, notice verse 9. Lest I be fool and deny thee. Brothers and sisters, through the wisdom of God, you will be fool and you will not deny God. But you must remember that it is a temptation for those who are fool. To say there is no God. Oh, no, God is not or whatever. You know. Yes. That's why I said that. Those who are full of power, they, like we don't need God. Yes. They deny you. Yes. Those who are full. Those who have money. Those who have everything. <laughs> God, I work hard. I'm not like those thieves, pastors who are just robbing the poor people of money. 
That's how they talk. And they have money. Our children go to school and they, they'll point to them in the class and say to them that your father is a thief. Is your father not Bishop so and so? He's a thief. Yes, there are schools like that. That's why sometimes people take their children abroad. Is your father not Reverend so and so? But you are your father is a thief. He brought some of the offering to pay the school fees. When people are full, they speak in a way. Say, I don't know God. One day I went to a restaurant Sunday evening. A man saw me and shouted. The whole restaurant, everybody turned to look. Hey, you've come to use some of the offering here this evening. He shouted. Lest I be fool. When he was stricken with a deadly disease, all his body got finished. His body got finished. And he came to me. Pray for me. Pray for me. He said, The doctor has written on my folder in a red pen. These are the number of these are the number of days for you. Lest when I'm full, you you will be shouting. Are you not a reverend? You come to use the money, church money. But I'll tell you, I have no regrets, no apologies. To say that I, me, I eat offerings. That's how I eat. That's, that's what I eat. If, it, if you have a problem, don't come to this church, go to another church. It's your problem. a problem or a problem. When I met a man on the golf course, he was a prosperous man. In fact, he's somebody I even gave a contract to once. When he saw us on the golf course and we spoke to him should have seen the words that were coming from his mouth words words of threatenings to to God's servants threatenings when I'm full he was playing golf it's full Threatenings. One time Bishop Saki was tying his lace and there was a man there. The man didn't know that he was connected to me. I was standing somewhere and the man was there saying, look at this man. If he was doing whatever, do you think he'll be here? They are just chopping money that are coming. 
he should have been tying his lace with near to another person other than Bishop Saki. No, no, no. It wasn't easy for him. No! Bishop Saki sorted, sorted him out to the uttermost. And as he after he taught the man, respect yourself. Respect yourself. <laughs> hey! Respect yourself. <laughs> I don't I don't know exactly what it means. He told the man to respect himself. <laughs> That man too, when he was dying, he also called. He also called. He called me. He, he, of all the people in Ghana, he called me. Can you ask him? To, not once. Not twice. He calls him. Dark Heward Mills, Bishop. Dark. Can you call him to come? When he was full, he, he, he had no respect. So you see, uh, what I'm saying is that God will make you full, but in your fullness, in your fullness, you respect God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Who is the Lord? Lest I deny and say, who is the Lord? That man asked me, who are you? He was asked, who, who are these boys? Unless I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Verse 10. Accuse not a servant unto his master, lest he curse thee and thou be found difficult, uh, guilty. Be careful when you are dealing with the servant of somebody. Because you don't know why the person likes that servant. Yeah. When my father was alive, I could see that some of his workers were thieves. But he never sacked them. And I didn't understand it. They were thieves, some of them. Yeah. In fact, one day I even showed him this one of stolen this medicine. He never sacked them till he died. And I never understood it. One day I also had a servant who was a thief. And I also didn't sack him. <laughs> yes. And then I understood that maybe there is something else the person does for his master which makes the person precious to his master. So you got to be careful when you are dealing with somebody's servant because it's, the, it's to the person that he rises or falls. Yes. He, you, you see, you, you rise and fall directly before your master's eyes. 
If your master is not letting you fall, you can, nobody from outside can make you fall. Yeah. Even if you don't like me, I, I can't fall. Because my master, I'm standing before my master. And my master likes me. Are you, are you there? Yes. Romans 14, verse 4. Who art thou that judges another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth. Yea, yea, he shall be holding up for God is able to make him stand. Romans 14.4 Who are thou? You are judging somebody that is somebody's servant. That's why it says accuse not a servant to his master. So I am a servant of God. You don't like me? That's your problem. You don't like me? That's your problem. Because I stand or I fall before my master. You see, anybody who works for me, especially directly for me, rises or falls based on how I see the person. No matter what you think, the person, the person is important to me, the person is important to me. Even if you don't like the person. If it's not that's when I detect that you don't like the person, then I become more liking to the person is the wrong English but you know what I mean <laughs> you got to be careful with people serving because you don't know what the person does for his master and you may never know and I first saw it with my own father I showed him I said this, this is missing yeah. he said okay <laughs> he never sacked them till he died. They were with him. Same people. When he died, they vanished like ghosts. Never saw them again. But they were always with They always worked for him. You will never know why God likes David. The one who took his associate's wife. And killed the husband. And God said, He's a man after my heart. Huh? Who are thou? So, any man of God you see, huh? You got to be very careful. Very, very, very careful with a person's servant. A person's servant is a, is the person's servant for a reason. I think servants usually have some secret uh, blessing that they minister to the master. That's what I think. Yes. Are you there? Numbers chapter 12. 
And Miriam and Aaron speak against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. Now, marriage is one of the top areas for criticism. And they said, has the Lord even spoken only by Moses? Has he not also spoken by us? And the Lord heard it. Remember that the Lord is always hearing our comments. So be careful in your secret place. Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men that were upon the face of the earth. And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron and unto Miriam and said, Come out, three of you. (laughs) To the tabernacle of the congregation. And the three came out. Verse 5. And the Lord came down in the pillar of cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam. Step forward. Step forward. And they both came forth. Verse 6. And he said, Hear now ye my words. If there be a prophet among you, I the Lord will make myself known unto him in a vision and I'll speak to him in a dream. When I deal with normal prophets, I use visions and dreams. That's what it means. Normal prophets, I use visions and But my servant Moses is not so. And he gave a little qualification into brackets. Who is faithful in all my house? Is, 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 is faithful. Everything I say, do, he does. I like him. I like my, my Moses. He's my boy. He's my darling boy. With him, I will speak mouth to mouth. Mouth to mouth. Even apparently, and not in dark speeches. And the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Then he said, and you must take note of this. For those of us who love to accuse servants. Wherefore then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against them and he departed. And the cloud departed from up the tabernacle and behold, Miriam became leprous. White as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam and behold, she was leprous. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Lord, I beseech you, or other words, I beg you. Lay not the sin upon us wherein we have done foolishly and we have sinned. Let her not be as one dead of whom the flesh is half consumed when he cometh out of his mother's womb. And Moses cried unto the Lord. The one they were saying, God, has he not spoken to all of us? And he cried unto the Lord saying, Heal her now, O God, I beseech thee. But I want you to notice, be careful when you speak about God's servants. Whoever it is, just leave him alone. If you feel like commenting, shut up. Go and watch 
animals on the TV, leopards, something, wolves, and leave God's servants. How do you leave them alone? You leave them alone by not talking about them or even making a comment. As God not spoken, we are all men of God. We are all pastors, but I'm also a pastor. But God also speaks through me. But what I want you to notice something about servants of God. He said, this one is not like that. I speak to him mouth to mouth. Anybody who is close to his master, eh, you have to be a little bit careful with that person. Why? Because to come close is different from even just being a servant. It takes a lot to be close. Yeah. So you have to be careful of people. I said, I speak to you mouth to mouth, mouth to mouth, mouth to mouth, mouth to mouth. Apparently, I speak, and apparently, not in a dark speech. I make things clear to him. I don't hide things from him. I'm open to him. You got to be careful. Careful. When you see a man of God who starts to say visions, dreams, God spoke to me. Be careful of that person. Yes. One word you say about the person can send you shooting like a rocket to your grave. Miriam was on the way to her grave. It was instantaneous. She got the sickness directly from speaking. She didn't get it from a bacteria. She got it from speaking about Moses. There is nothing that any man of God is doing that concerns you enough for you to make a comment about it. Or about his marriage. His marriage is his being. You don't have any idea what is involved in his marriage. I don't know what he's experiencing. It doesn't concern you. If the person is divorced seven times, it's not your concern. It doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with you. Just try and pray for yourself. Huh? Hmm. Now you see, they're trying to take on the Ethiopian woman. That, and it's God has said that in, in this case, I don't mind that he's married an Ethiopian. Actually, God has the, the rules were made by God. And God can make exemption for the rule that he has made. So maybe you are, you are taking him on a technicality. And God is saying, that, look, at a, look at a child. Look at a child. I have made the rule and I say I've made an exemption in this case and in this case. You made a mistake. You're trying to take God on some technicality. Be careful. So all of us should just learn to shut up and pray that you get a chance to preach. And to be talking about things you don't understand. Yes. Miriam got sick immediately. Sickness struck her immediately. And leprosy was today's type of cancer, HIV. It's incurable. So it was the most severe disease you could get. She was on her way out of this world. If you've watched this film, Ben-Hair, if you, if you get a chance, you can watch it. It's a long film. At the end of the film, you see the relatives of the star who were lepers. And it was like, once you have leprosy, you are sort of considered virtually dead. So they keep you like Ebola. They keep you aside. So it's like, although you are alive, it's like we know you are dead. And there are a lot of diseases like that now. You are alive, but we know that you are dead. You will escape. Yeah. 
You will escape from every such disease in the name of Jesus. Learn to shut your mouth about God's servants. Not that they are perfect, but you'll be surprised that the person is very close to God for a reason. And God has even made an exemption about something like, 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 like Noah and his drinking. God didn't seem to bother about the drinking. Look at all the people in the Bible. Every one of them was a polygamist. It's like you just take your time as you are talking about people and their marriages. Who was not a polygamist in the Bible? Every one of them. Every one of them up to the New Testament. They're all polygamists. He just told them, if you are going to put away your wife, these are the rules. It's one of them. Put them away. So just, just be quiet and be prayerful. And don't accuse a servant to his master. Are you still there? Back to Proverbs 30. There is a generation that cursed their father. And does not bless their mother. You are not that generation. Verse 12. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes. And yet is not washed from their filthiness. All right? It, it, is, it, is, it is better to see yourself as a sinner than to see yourself as pure, but you are not washed. So, I can't start my prayer without confessing my sins. Confession of sins is an integral part of every prayer that I pray. Yes. I enter his gates with thanksgiving. That's the first part of my prayer. Enter his gates with giving him your heart. Enter his court praise. And say this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. I enter his gates with prayer. With praises. With thanking him. With thankfulness. As soon as I have entered his gates, I kneel down. To confess my sins, which are present. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. It's not a poem, neither is it a poetical statement, it's a fact. It's not like something nice. Yes. So there is a generation that are pure in their eyes. And yet their filthiness is not washed away. You will not be like that. What to you if you marry a righteous person? Your arguments will be many. Because the person cannot see anything wrong with anything. And cannot say sorry. You know in every marriage we have one who says sorry and one who doesn't. Most of the times. <laughs> long discussion, long talking. To say sorry is like extracting your tooth.
not the law. To, to remove one of you, to say to get sorry, it's like one by one. Like, just for you to say, I'm sorry about Because you are pure in your own eyes. Like you are good to yourself. You are good. To yourself, you are good. I pray you will not have such a person in your, in your, in, in your life. Hey! One day I met somebody, the person could not do many things. Many say, do this person cannot do, do this, the person cannot do this. But the person is not pure in his own eyes. So, the sorry is fast. So, oh, I am the one. <laughs> Very fast and genuine. You start to like the person. But when you meet somebody who is pure, you play like spread. You see, you give illustrations. You see, in, for example, this is what I'm trying to explain. In the case, if you put yourself in this situation and I'm explaining this happens and this happens and that, how will you? When you finish, the person will be looking at you. Tapping the left leg like this. Don't get it. One day, there was a certain sister. She was pure in her own eyes. Do you know? Do you know why? Do you know why? Because she was a virgin when she got married. You see, virginity gives you a sense of achievement and purity, which when you look around. I don't see, when I look far, I don't see many virgins. There are not many like me. One day I asked a certain brother, brother, did your father speak to you about marriage? He said, no. My father never spoke to me about marriage. So one day I asked him again, did your father ever speak to you about marriage? He said, no. He only said one thing. I said, what is the one thing that he said? Do you want to know the one thing that he said? He said he never spoke anything to me about marriage. Till I pressed, I said, oh yeah, he didn't speak about marriage, only one. He said one thing. I said, what did he say? And he said, there's only one thing he said, but I don't understand it. Do you still want to know? He said, never marry a virgin.
it is a deep saying. But listen, I suspect that it is in relation to this verse. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes. And yet they are not washed away. They are actually somewhere. Yes. And when I analyze his the, 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 the friend's mother. Yes. Never say die. Never say no. Never say yes. Never bend. Never bow. Never yield. Never give in. Never give up. Never bow. Hey! Never koto. And maybe that is why. Very strong. Very strong. I said, Don't marry a virgin. That was, I mean, he attributed all those things. All right. But I'm not saying that is, I'm not giving that advice. I'm telling you what somebody said. <laughs> Somebody's testimony. All right. Shh. There is a generation. Oh, how lofty are their eyes. And their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are swords. And their jaw teeth are as knives. To devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. Hey. We must always be kind to poor. Who is poor? Poor is relative. Many of you here are millionaires compared to some people. Yes. Yes. You are millionaires compared to some people. You may not know. May not have much in your pocket. But relative to some people, you are very, very rich. In fact, I would say that if I was to bring in a whole lot of people from Circle, uh, what is the place behind here? Alajo and what? Aveno and all those. Where I bring them here. Come and look at you. You look like some posh, elitist, above, I mean, whatever type of people. Yeah. Is it true or is it not true? Yeah. But you are sitting here feeling that you are poor. Verse 15. The horse leech has two daughters. The leech has two daughters. Crying. The two daughters are crying. Give. Give. There are three things that are never satisfied. Yea, four things say not. It is enough. Then there are four things which never say it's okay. 
Number one, the grave. If you go to the grave this week, it will never say enough. People shouldn't come again. These four things are also four things that are continuously happening without interruption. Yes. It never says it's enough. If we have a funeral, it doesn't say it's enough. That is why every form of death against your life to cut your life short is blocked tonight in the name of Jesus. The barren womb never says it is enough. But the the womb that is full that has been filled says it's enough. That is why the sexual experiences of those who have not had children and those who have had children are divided by two words. One is, it is enough. And another is, it is not enough. (laughs) Yes. Shall I say it again? There are four things which never say, hey, 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 it's enough. It's all right. I'm cool. I'm full. I've had enough. One of them is a grave. It never says I'm cool. I've had enough dead people. I've had enough young people. I've had enough old people. I don't want anybody else to come here. No, never. It's always more, more, more. Then a womb of somebody who is, does not have a child. If you are a young girl, you don't have a child, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are a barren womb as at, as at now. You know, it has, it's empty. Barren means empty. No, nothing has come out of it. <laughs> so, the voice that comes from a girl who has not, whose womb has not been filled, and the voice, the words that come from the one whose womb is full has been filled. I've filled, filled it with two children. I've filled it with three children. Are different words. The one which has been filled, has not been filled, says, it is not enough. I want more. I want more. Come again. Come again. Woo! Tonight. Woo! Tomorrow. I need. Wow! And the one which has had it says it is enough. It's enough. It's okay. You've had enough. So, those who have been married 
and I've been married to the one that was not failed and afterwards failed. I've heard two songs. It is not enough. It is not enough. It is not enough. I want more. And then the record changes to side two. It is enough. 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 It is song is different all I want is more of you all I want is more of you hey! inside too it is enough it is enough it is enough, it is enough. Go away, go away, go away, go away, go away. Go. Sit down. There are three things that are never satisfied. Never satisfied. Darling, come back. Come back. Three things never satisfied. Honey, I want more. Oh, Mali, you see? Vanity and lies <laughs> should be taken away from my mouth. Hey, all right. And the earth that is filled with water, the fire that saith not is enough. Verse 17. 
The eye that mocketh at his father and despises to obey his mother. The ravens of the valley shall pick it out and young eagles shall eat it. Fantastic. Don't don't mock at your father. Anyone that mocketh at his father, you you got a big thing coming. A raven shall pluck out your eyes. Ravens shall pluck. Hmm? The eye. You see, you may not say any word, but with your eye, you just look. Isn't it? How many realize you've despised your father before with your eye? Like you look at him. They are coming to start talking again. They are coming to start talking again. Talking, 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 talking. One day I was telling some people, I said, I'm not talking because I'm old. I'm not old. I'm talking because it's necessary. It's not that I'm an elderly man. So I, I don't have friends. When I see you, know, I have to talk. About That's one of the reasons why elderly people talk. They are lonely. When you come, they start to talk. It's like they need you to chat with them. They've missed you. And you look at any mock. Poor man. A man who didn't prosper. A man who is not a good husband. A man who's married. My marriage will be better than yours. Wow. With an eye. Let your eye be an eye of admiration. Not an eye of mockery. The Bible says that the ravens will pluck them. And you won't see. You won't see well. You won't see. You'll be blind. You will knock yourself throughout life. Knock. Ah, what's that? It's a chair. Ah, what's that? It's a door. Ah, what's that? It's a lion. Ah, you are finished. Fear must be in your heart in relation to fathers. Father didn't look after me. My father is a vagabond. My father is my father is a fool. My father is this. My father is this. My father is this. Be careful. Yes. You know, blindness is the disease that grips people who despise fathers. If you look at even a nation, if you look at a nation, the fathers of the nation, you see, when you despise them, 
Do you get it? You become blind. If you take our two past presidents, who, or even from Kwame Nkrumah, but even the ones that are alive that can speak, we are left with two. We are left with two. Let us, sometimes we call them fathers. If they would not be despised, do you see? If they would not be despised, you know, a certain blindness could be taken away from our country. Yes. But most of the time, or most of the times, the young ones, we don't, like you have some despisement for the, I don't know, you see, when somebody is older, it's not a fool. It's rather a repository of wisdom. It's a, it's a word, and it means like a container of wisdom. If in Christ the person is not wise, he will be a repository of experience. Yes. True or not true? Today what we have in Ghana, we have more than, to me, more than one, more than hundred to one thousand times more, more uh, uh, context for the same 1979 type of things again. Same. More than But you see, when you despise your father, you become blind. Yes. So even when and, and you see, we have two types of Ghanaians. We have Ghanaians who listen to you, but they despise you as you are talking. It's not. Just listening. To, oh, hmm. Let me take my. Uh, can I, uh, and start to run. And then, I mean, stupid man. You know, I'm a leader. I've been leading people for a long time. I watch people all the time. You see, one of the things from the beginning of the church is trying to uncover disloyalty. You are with me, but you are not with me. That thing. And it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Huh? Huh. The eye that despises his father, the raven's pluck, or the person goes blind. It, another way for raven pluck out of eyes that you go blind, you can't that's, see well. That's it, that's it. Yes. Darkness will not fall on you. will not fall on you. You know, if you are in this church and you despise your father, even if he's a prisoner. You see, one day one of my first love people came and spoke to me. He said, my father is in prison. He said, my father is a thief. He told me, my father is a thief. He steals often. He goes to prison. He comes. He goes to prison. I told him, look, honor your father who is in prison. Go to him. Visit him. Honor him. Show him respect in the prison. Go there. 
I told him, it is important. It's your father. Even if he's a thief, he's your father. You don't know why he's a thief. It may be that thief stealing have been to keep you to go to school. You may not know. Not that it's right, but it's your father. Okay. You can despise what I'm saying, but it's up to you. Can't you see darkness in the nation? I can see it's like a cloud. It's like a dark cloud. Yes. Hmm. Let's go on quickly, you know. Our time is up. There are three things that are too wonderful for me. For which I know not. Number one, the way of an eagle in the air. The way of a serpent on a rock. The way of a ship in the midst of a sea. And the way of a man with a maid. Amen. You see, when you see a ship moving, how does it move? It's marvelous. How does it happen? When you see a snake moving, no legs. And it can go faster than a, a, a sprinter. Black mamba is faster than 100 meters runners. It lifts one third of the body up and goes up like this. And it's faster than a sprinter. You shouldn't attack a black member. If you see it, you leave it. Are you still there? And the way of an eagle in the air. Birds, they can attack other birds. Falcon. You know, American fighter just are called F7, F8. It's named after the falcon which they watched. So fast. So fast. So it's falcon 7, falcon 8. It sort of, it just happens. Fantastic. And that is the way of a man with a maid. It's fantastic. You you can't think so far. I don't think so far madness. So, what is the way of a man with a maid? The way of a man with a maid is the coming together. So, it's like you can't even understand how you they can come together. Yes, it's too wonderful. It doesn't even make sense. And no, 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 and
So brothers, you must know that there is an inexplicable drawing. It's fantastic the way it's happening. So you must decide as a brother, no girl will be able to pull me without my knowledge of what is. I have to be conscious. It's like you are going to undergo an operation and say, I won't sleep. I must be awake for the operation. Yes. I cannot lose my consciousness. And no, and no, and no, and no, and no. You say I'll be awake. So when I began to fall in love with my beloved, and know that that's what I'm talking about. I said, I said I cannot go unconscious. Yes. So I said, I'm going to take one year to pray. Yes. I told her, I said, look, the way of a man with a maid, there is an inexplicable attraction and drawing. And not this what I'm talking about. And I'm saying that that drawing, I cannot go unconscious. And just be so that before I realize, I'm with you. Yes. You must know. Any lady you are with, you are being drawn, but you don't know. You see, you are moving. The way of a snake is moving. How does it happen? 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 It's happening, but I don't know what is happening to me. I don't think so far, but I'm far. Hey. It's, it's like it's an unexplained movement. Whether it's a ship on the sea, whether it's an eagle in the air, or a snake. There are no legs, but the movement is happening. The, the, the eagle is moving. There's, it's not even flat, but it's moving far. Flying for miles. No energy, but it's happening. One day I met a, a bridegroom. He was about to get married. I asked him, brother, how do you say my head? My head is swimming. I don't know. I, I can't think. I was expecting. I can't think far now. That is what will happen. You realize I'm with the wrong person. So how did we get here? How? Me and you. That's why you see that maybe you are beloved or somebody is counseling you before you realize the counselee has become the acceptor. The counselee has become what? The acceptor. (laughs) 
You can't understand it. Decide I will have local anesthesia. I cannot be put to sleep. I must be conscious. My mind must work. I must think. Yes. After you have thought, before you switch off the mind and say, I'm flowing. But you can't flow before you think. Okay. After you flow, before you realize you are putting on me, and I take the other one, I take the and I accept yourself. Ay! What am I doing here? With the wrong one. Yes. One day a brother had a dream. He was having a beloved. Then he saw his wedding. Yes. And he was the bridegroom sitting in the front. And as they were playing the song, what song did they play? Da 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 he was sitting in the front of, he decided to look behind because the bride was coming with the father so when he looked he said hey, this is not the one this is not the one this is not his wife it's yes he saw this was a different person and he said no 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 this beloved I'm taking is the wrong one. He used it to interpret. Yeah. That he was in a situation that when he turned to see, it was the wrong. It was like they are having different weddings. Maybe one here, one at East Chapel, Eddie Chapel, Adley Chapel. And then the Adley, the East Chapel one has come to Adley Chapel. Adley Chapel one has gone to the other side. I don't get it. I don't see why. I don't understand farness. I don't understand far things. You will never make that mistake. It's a mysterious drawing. That's why people is ah, look at that. Look at this girl that has gone for. Why? <laughs> you don't understand that. It's like an eagle in the air. It's like a snake on a rock. It's like a ship on the sea. You can't see anything, but it's moving in that direction. You are escaping from every un- unexplained movement. You can have this unexplained movement in your heart when you are not married. And you can have it even when you are married. You'll be married and you see that. Shoo, shoo, shoo. You are going where you should not be going. Yes. Yeah. So if you don't learn to detect movements. So that, hey, what is moving? Where am I? I should go back. <laughs> if you don't take care, you'll be moving. Not understand why. Yeah. So those of you sisters 
It's not your beloved. Now you have gone for counseling. To either counseling or be counseled. Before you realize you have become take me over. You have become what? Take me over. As you have become take me over. You feel that you have possessed. But as you marry. Then you see that. The way of a snake on a rock. Is happening again. Yes. It's going away. It's going away. It's going away. Yes. You see princess Diana. She was struggling with this. Apparently the prince. Was looking for her sister. Yeah. Yes, it was a sister. Yeah. Then it became her. Accept her. Take me over. And there was another one before. And it also became. Yes. A ship on the sea. So look at the ship over there. It has moved here. You will not move in any unknown direction in Jesus' name. So don't be in a hurry. One day I saw some brother and a sister. They were in a, one of the universities. And then the beloved was in another campus, another one of the other universities. So one went for counseling while the beloved was either in the other school. Hey! Before you could say Jack Robinson. There was a movement. Inexplicable. And there was a take me over. But when they were going to marry, I won. I said, when you marry, these are the three things that will happen to you. As all of them happen, the brother said, you said it. As I said, it will happen by all means. Yeah, it will happen. I'm moving, but I don't know that I'm moving. You will never move in any direction that you don't intend to move. Are you still around this? Let's go on quickly. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eateth and wipeth her mouth and saith, I have done no wickedness. They will not admit that they are doing bad. People don't admit it. Watch out for people who don't admit it. Very dangerous. She eateth and she wipes her mouth and she says, I have done no wickedness. One lady, when I was in Legon, she said, as for me, I move with married men. Because I know when I marry, people will move with my husband too. So I'm doing it to them because I know it will be done to me. (laughs) It will never be done to you in Jesus' name. Okay. Verse 21. For three things, the earth is disquieted. Like, okay, there's chaos. 
for four things which it cannot bear. Okay, it disturbs the world. Number one, an odious woman when she is married. Odious. Ole nonachon odious. Odious. Somebody who fights. Hmm? Hatred, fighting, quarreling, especially hatred. The world is finds it difficult to contain an odious woman. Odious women are women who are meant not to marry. They are meant to be single. You see. So whenever they marry, it disturbs the earth. I'll say it again. I said that an odious woman is a woman who is meant not to marry. It will be better for her not to marry. Hmm? Yes. Amazing. Hate is the opposite of love. She cannot love a man. The odious means hateful or horrible. You'll never be horrible. Now you can see hatefulness in the way people treat even juniors, house helps, friends, people they've quarreled with. You should watch somebody when he's quarreled, like let's say people who break up relationships. How they behave after the relationship even shows you that you made a, mis- a good choice to decide to break up with this person. It's like, Charlie, it's good I broke up. Oh. Because the manifestations that have come after the breakup. Odious. Odious manifestations. It was a good decision. The earth is disturbed. The whole earth. When such a person gets a beloved. Do you know any odious woman? You don't know. So the Bible is lying, isn't it? The Bible is like, the Bible is talking about something that is not real. It's not in this world. Most of us have seen an odious woman before. Either you are one, your mother is one, your auntie is one. There must be somebody somewhere. Your grandmother, your friend. And you you know that this person is not marriage material. Because marriage, even you say that it takes love, but somebody wrote a book, 
Marriage takes more than love. More than love. More than love. More than love. More than feelings. More than, I feel like, oh, I love you so much. Oh, I want to be with you. (laughs) Please. We beg you. (laughs) Vanity and lies. Brother, stand up. Let me pray for you. Lift your hands. Father, may every hand lifted up and every brother never discover by mistake an odious woman. Whatever punishment, oh God, you will give to us. May it not be an odious woman. In the name of Jesus. May we not marry and see earthquakes and disturbance to this world. Because of our marriage. With numerous meetings of family members. Negotiations and renegotiations of peace. Oh God we pray. Save us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sister, stand up. Let me pray for you. Father, whatever odious spirit is around in any woman here, I expunge it today in the name of Jesus. Come out in Jesus' name forms of inherited hatefulness, inherited horribleness, inherited nastiness, inherited wickedness, inherited quarrelsomeness, inherited cantankerosity. In the name of Jesus, I declare it finally removed and expunged. I overturn every wicked inheritance by the name of Jesus let it be so be free from an evil inherited spirit from your family in Jesus name Amen God bless you the second thing that causes a disturbance in the world is a handmaid who is married to her former madam's husband. That is, a handmaid who is an heir to her mistress. Yes. It, it, it disturbs the world. Those of you young girls who go and stay in people's houses and have a mind to take over the house. Going to shake your bottles in the house. Going to shake it. (laughs) 
so that you can be an heir to the mistress. It's a curse which is expunged today in Jesus' name. Why? Because it's not easy for an, excuse me to use the word, inferior person. Like, not that you are inferior, but like you are in a lower sector. You are the servant to your master. And you are elevated. You see, that's why the Bible says the country or the land is blessed when the king or the prince is a son of nobles. Like, he's already used to up there. But people who are newly promoted or newly rich, we call nouveau rich, is terrible when they come into power. The world is disturbed. True. I've almost finished. And 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 and, and the next one is uh, a servant. When he reigneth, it's the same thing. Now, Africa is shaking from the reign of servants. Yes. There are many nations that are shaking from the reign of servants. It's a wild thing when a servant reigns. Yes. This is unimaginable. The whole world is affected, is quieted. Yeah. They are not used to the power. No way. They are not used to the power. It's fantastic. They cannot build anything. They cannot do anything. It's very well. Whatever makes you a servant with a servant's mentality, I declare you cured from that curse in Jesus' name. That's why I'm always trying to build churches. Because servants don't build. I don't want to be a servant who is leading couldn't build anything. No. I always want to build. I don't want to be this type of person. You couldn't build anything. You were the pastor. Where's the money? Where's all the offerings? Where are all the money that you were collecting and receiving for years and years and years? What have you done with it? No, 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 no. I don't want that. I don't want that. No. No. From north to south, east to west. No. I don't want it. My greatest fight is with my pastors and my bishops to make them build. Because when a servant becomes a bishop, he cannot build. He has a servant mentality. I must get a car. I must have this. I must get a house. I must do this. I must go here. I must travel here. I must do this. He's a servant. The earth is disturbed and disquieted by his presence as a leader. Yes. Their minds are not... You see... A servant is new to all such luxuries. <laughs> you watch. If a servant comes into power, you see, new cars, new car, everybody, new car. Everybody travel. You should see British Airways fill first class and business car full of servants who have suddenly come into a certain power full, going for some days, chopping pendulum, conferences that are not needed. <laughs> 
British ambassador, he was complaining. He said, we are I'm sitting in economy class. And these people, we are giving them money. This is what they are using instead of using to develop. One day, somebody was sitting on a board, you know, that, and they, they had been given so many million euros or whatever to do some development. But the, the committee was made of servants. I think some women's group or some the government group. They have to use the money. The, the, the government that gave the money took the money back. And many times they take it back. It's like the servants are befuddled and confused by the job. They sit around the table and say, okay, let's have one hamper for everybody for sitting on the committee. That's all they can do. Hamper for everybody. And a, and a, and a car for the chairman. The earth is greatly disturbed by the presence of servants when they reign. Hey, verse 24. There are four things which are little on the earth, but are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people not strong, but they prepare their meat. The conies or little rabbits are a feeble folk, yet they make their house in the rock. The locusts have no king, yet they go forth in bands. And number four, the spider takes hold of with her hand and is in king's palace. Four animals to learn wisdom from. The ants, they are, what the wisdom you learn from ants are preparation. Preparation for the future. Preparation. The prudent sees the evil ahead and keeps himself. Wisdom is either to overcome problems or to avoid problems. Yes. Wisdom is used either to overcome a problem when it has come or to avoid meeting a certain kind of problem. That's what wisdom is for. So the ant's wisdom is to prepare. Prepare. So watch the ant and learn how to prepare. You see people don't do well in their exams. Some of the courses you chose you didn't do is because you did not prepare. You don't have the wisdom of the ant. Don't tell me that you originally wanted to do adult education in airway and Islamic studies or whatever. Come on. <laughs> yes. A-level airway and A-level Islamic studies. Or what? Come on. Originally, that is not what you chose. But in the end, that is what you got. Or religious studies, English studies, Christian studies. Some of you have gone to do religions, Christianity, whatever, but that was not your aim. You were trying to do law, you ended up doing religions. Prepare. The next wisdom is from the rabbits. He's very small, but he builds his house on a rock. Build your house on a rock, and the rains will come down. Build your house on the rock. And the floods will come up. Amen. Build your house on a rock. Prepare for future. Prepare for things that are going to come. That only building on a rock can give you the stability that you need. The next one is locusts. They have no king. They go forth in bands, in teams. Many of my missionaries that I have sent out don't have the wisdom of a locust. Like the locust is wiser than them. You see them going one person to a mission field. (laughs) 
But the locust knows that I'm going in a band. <laughs> a locust knows I can't go anywhere alone. I'm going with all these people. Who have you seen going? Even lions, when they are hunting, they, lions are so lazy. They don't want to run. They form teams. They go. I mean, one time I was in Kenya on a safari. You know, I was having a camp. So we had one hour in the morning. They told us we can see the lions early in the morning. So before the session started, we went out to drive. And we, we were crossing the road when we saw lions come. A whole group of them were sitting in the car holding onto the car. <laughs> and a whole group of lions, they came to cross. A group, even lions know that we are going together. Teamwork. Locusts know it. Lions know it. And here we are, you see us going one at a time. One. You don't know how to talk to somebody. Come on, let's go together. Let's do something for God together. And the spider, she's in the king's palace. She takes hold with her hands. She rolls up her sleeves and works practically. You, you cannot do any building project for me that I will not be Climbing scaffolding. Climbing things. Take hold with my hands. Any, any science, architecture, engineering, medicine, I roll up my sleeve myself. He takes hold with her hands and is found in high places. You'll be found in high places too. One of the weaknesses of the Ghanaian leaders is we not take hold with our own hands. You will not find anybody going to certain place. Only election time you see them going there. We only know big manism leadership stars. But the spider takes hold with her own hands and is found in the king's palace. By practically doing things. We can't do anything. Even wheelbarrows, this. But when a Lebanese man is doing Indian, whatever, who they have come here, you see them by themselves, they are there in the shop. But we have a lot of Ghanaian pharmacies, they form a pharmacy shop and go home and leave it for somebody. But the spider takes hold with their own hands and is found in kings' palaces, goes very high. Pastors don't have church growth because they leave church growth to all the outreach team. Outreach team should do, do it, prayer team should pray. Church growth team should go to church growth. Uh, missionary people should go to whatever. That is why things don't work. It was when Moses was lifting up his hands himself that they were winning the fight. When the leader himself doesn't take hand, his hand and say, look, I myself am leading, I myself am fighting. Nothing works. Nothing works. Nothing works. There is no project you see me doing or anything that I'm that I myself with my own hands am not involved in it. There's nothing like that. No one writes my books for me. Any book I've written, there's nothing like a ghostwriter in my life or a pastor who summarizes or takes tapes or transcribes. There's no, none of my book is written from a transcription. I write it myself. Not that it's the only, we're not the only way to do it, but that is what I do. The spider takes hold with her hands and is found high, far, far, far up there, far high in the king's palace. You can't get into the king's palace, the spider is there. He's gone to the bedroom, cry. sending texts from the bedroom. 
Charlie, I'm seeing wonders in this bedroom. This is my seventh night in this bedroom. You will be there in Jesus' name. There are three things that go well. Yea, four are calmly in going. A lion which is strongest among beasts and turneth not away for any. Doesn't go back. You will not go back. You will not go back in your fight to serve God. You will not go back in Jesus' name. The lion turneth not away for any. You should see them. You know, you should see them. They stand though. Uh, and they'll teach you never, never run from a lion never run from a lion that's what he understands a lion which is stronger and turneth not away for any you come to a lion they teach you stand, if you, I don't know if you ever but if you are ever in a place with a lion stand don't turn don't run you have made a mistake you have, you have become, a, you become a deer a prey yeah. stand there and make your arms as big as possible and stand they go by size and stand. I watched a film, a man did it. He demonstrated it. I didn't enjoy the film from beginning to end because I wasn't happy with the man for what the experiment that he was doing. Yes. Yes. He stood like that. The lion will stand there. But the lion does not turn away. You will turn away. You will never turn away from the devil in Jesus' name. You will never turn away from your enemies in Jesus' name. It doesn't go back for anything or for anybody. We are marching forward. We are building the church. We are doing the work of God. And nothing is turning us away. If your father is a lion, then the baby is a what? We are children of the lion of the tribe of Judah. And lions, they eat only fresh meat. That's why I give you bloody fresh meat on Sundays. Yes, fresh meat. Lions eat fresh blood meat. That's what gives them strength. That's why you see that I'm feeding you with blood. There's meat. There is blood in the meat. I'm not giving you some biscuits. I'm not here to give you cabin biscuits. No. I'm not giving you some sugar bread. No. Blood meat. You are becoming lions that do not turn away. Some of you, the enemy wants you to run away. Through pornography, sex, drugs, different things. He wants you to, he wants you to Turn and run from the church. Yeah, he wants you to run out. He wants to tell you, you are a bad boy. You are a bad girl. You don't belong here. There are good people here. He wants you to do like this. And start running. But God has given you the anointing of a lion of the tribe of Judah. You are not turning away from anything in Jesus' name. I will not go back. I will not turn away. Turneth not away for any. Turneth not away for any. Turn 
turneth not away for anything or anybody. You may be bigger than me. I will not turn around. You see a lion standing there like this. Have you seen a buffalo before? A buffalo is like from here. From here. To the wall. Yeah. Huge. Or maybe from here. To the wall. When you see a buffalo, you'll be afraid. And you see a head. One lion standing. Say, I will not turn. You stand. And the buffaloes will look at you. And the buffaloes will turn around. And they'll go away. Say, he turneth not away. He turneth not away. He turneth not away. You will never turn away and run. You will never run. You will never run. You will never run. Satan wants you to run away from the church. He said, look, look around. See, these people are better than you. They are not like you. They are not like you. Go out of the church. It will never happen in Jesus' name. A greyhound, a he goat, and a king against whom there is no rising up. A, a, a man who is a leader and there's no disloyalty is a wonderful thing. They go well, they are comely. Amen. Verse 32. If thou hast done foolishly in lifting up thyself, or if thou hast thought evil, lay thine hand upon thy mouth. Surely the chenny of the milk bringeth forth butter, and the ringing of the nose bringeth forth blood. So the forcing of wrath brings forth strife. Look, pressing issues eh, brings quarrels and strife. You must learn not to press certain issues because it will bring strife. And it will spoil peace and joy. Some of the issues, it's not necessary to press it. That's why some people have lost their beloveds. That's why some people have lost their loves. Forcing of strife. Forcing of wrath. I'm not happy with this and I'm going to make the point. I I, I will point it out. I will dissect. I will show you. I will explain. Hey! One relationship you have come is more than a, a course, university course that you have come into. Like explanations upon explanations of everything that has to be done. Pressing of wrath brings strife out. Before I realize you are quarreling with somebody you love. A foolish woman plucketh down her house. That was wisdom 14. You never pluck down your house. Stand to your feet, everybody. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Put your hand on your head. Pray for one minute for wisdom. The wisdom that is intended for your glory. The wisdom of a locust. The wisdom of the ant, the wisdom of the conies, the wisdom of a lion that turneth not away. Receive grace, receive wisdom. Father, we give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the mighty name of Jesus.
receive wisdom from above. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. your hands. Father, we receive from above drops, spiritual drops. We receive your spirit of wisdom, grace. Thanks for your blessing, your healing of brutish and stupidity, foolishness, density, stubbornness and denseness of the brain. In the mighty name of Jesus. Put your hand on your heart. Your heart is now filled with God's wisdom. You are wiser than even your colleagues. Wiser than your enemies. Wiser than your friends. Because the spirit of wisdom is on you. In Jesus mighty name. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed. If you are here today, you don't know Jesus as your savior. You want to say, pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to God then I want to pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you, but you don't know Jesus as your savior. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to God. If you are here like that, lift your right hand up just like this, high in the sky. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, and you've lifted your hand, come to me in the front. I want to pray with you. Running to that mercy seat where Jesus no. those guys. Come if you lift up your hand, come. We'll provide your healing. Come running to God bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus? Come. Come running to that mercy seat where Jesus is calling you. His grace will be your covering. His blood will flow. Close your eyes and say this prayer. Lift your hands. Close your eyes. Say, Lord Jesus. Please forgive me for my sins. I give my heart to Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I open my heart. I receive Jesus as my Savior, my Master, and my Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, my Father. I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for saving me today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Please go with our pastor. You may be seated.
We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. 